Hello and welcome to the twelfth semi three semi wise men podcast. I am Wade Holmes. Hi, Crater. And Curtis Burstick. Today we are going to be talking about scripture memorization, one of the most important things we can do with our lives, but one of the things I feel that people don't do enough in our society. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I'd like to ask you a first question, okay? Now, in a world with vast knowledge at our fingertips, i.e. the internet, Google, this is our shout-out of the week, and with that ability to look up scripture within a moment, is it still important to memorize scripture in today's society? Mike? Yes. Yes. I like that you say it's the most important thing in the world. Oh, I would say it's up there. (laughs) One of the most. Um, Because, personally, I put other things ahead of memorization, so, I mean, I know we get more into the personal things later, so I don't put as much of an emphasis on on scripture memorization in my own life. Um, some people it helps more. You know, everyone has their own different ways of, mm-hmm. of doing things. But I still do think it is a very important thing, Wade, oh. so don't worry. Good, good. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, like you said, in the West, our society in the West, it's not um, practiced as much. Um, in the East, it is super important in kind of areas where Christianity is illegal and people are being persecuted. Mm-hmm. An example of this is there's this guy in China, his name is Brother Yun, and um, he has a book, and I think it's an autobiography, that he writes of himself called The Heavenly Man, which is kind of narcissistic, if you think of yourself. I'm sure he didn't choose the title. But I mean, he probably didn't choose the title. <laughs> he he's probably a, is a publisher. Yeah, because he's a very, very cool guy. And anyways, it's illegal to have a Bible, so this is a whole different story, but he's praying for a Bible, gets a dream, eventually gets a Bible. And so he has this Bible, and he treasures it so much because it's so ridiculously hard to get a Bible in China at this time. I don't know if it's the same now. That um, he takes and he reads and he reads and he reads it. Eventually he has all of Matthew memorized. And what he does with this is he's got Matthew memorized, goes into a village, uh, stands up, and just recites Matthew from memory. And hundreds of people are converted just from him reading out the gospel from memory. He doesn't do like a preach like we do where we take a verse and then we dissect it. He just reads it. Well, so if you're ta- going Matthew, Jesus preaches a lot, so... I exactly. Mean, <laughs> it's a just, preach within a preach. Yeah. yeah. It's just the straight words preach from the Bible. Yeah. But we, I mean, we even still take Matthew. Like, very common preaching topic will be Sermon on the Mount that will break down into different sermons and pastors will tell stories in their own lives and interpretations from other things. This guy just straight up reads Matthew, which we don't do, and... It had incredible power, and he did it because he had it from memory. If he was standing up with a Bible there, it would be much harder for him to do, for them to crack down on him. I also think it is very important. I think um, I'm, not, I'm not the best at memorizing Scripture, so like, I, don't, I can't say I'm a really good example myself either, like <laughs> yeah. Mike. Um, it's still super important because... Especially in a day like today, where you just type in something in Google and you'll get an answer instantly, and you can you can even find twenty different answers from twenty different scholars that that all like base their answers on the Bible and can be really accurate on certain topics and stuff like that. But the problem is that the internet's created a society where you can know a a very little about a lot of subjects, mm-hmm. and so you can know a little bit about huge amount of politics like know a little bit about each um party and and stuff and and you can know a little bit about whatever computers and know a little bit about like every topic in the bible but you don't actually 
really get it because you don't have, you don't know the scriptures, you don't know what's actually behind it. So a lot of what you might think is just something you've read and you just assume, well, that person was probably trustworthy, so I'm just going to rely on them. But you don't actually know what the Bible <laughs> says. And so memorizing scripture just helps you confirm that this is what I believe. It's straight from the Bible. I'm not fudging things. I'm not making this up. And and so I think it's still super important that we that we memorize scriptures because of that. Hmm. I would have to agree. That was my question, but I do agree with it. Well, we I figured to... since you said it was the most important thing we can do with our lives. I, I believe I said one of the most. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I did not say the. Mainly because if you have this, the knowledge of scripture in your head, there... There's, pretty, there's an answer for everything in that book. No matter what issue you're dealing with in your life, there's a verse where God will affirm that he's looking out for you and that he's looking out for the culture you're in, the society, the people you care about. He's there. I would hate to go on if you guys thinking that I you know, know scripture verses very well. I have a terrible memory when it comes to this kind of thing. <laughs> it's just a question that I wanted to get out there to you guys to kind of see where we're at with that, maybe even see where our listeners are at, because it is an important thing. But in our culture, it is a tougher thing to get in the habit of doing. Because as Curtis said, you can you have all this information in front of you, but you know so little and so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next question I'd like to ask you guys, what is the benefits of memorizing scripture? Uh, the few benefits I put down is um, one that really, the th- few times that I have memorized scripture, uh, I've done it for this reason, and the benefit has been there, is that um, if you're struggling with something, Perhaps uh, with a certain sin or or just something that's uncomfortable and you need support with in your life, you get um, you have this scripture that you can can bring up easily in your mind right away, and it can help keep you disciplined perhaps if it's something like, well, you know the Bible says this, and if I had one memorized as an example, I would pull it out right now, but I don't, so you're like maybe for a very simple reason, I feel like killing weight. Well, <laughs> if I have these, uh, these homicidal, 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 homicidal tendencies, maybe I should memorize thou shalt not kill. <laughs> and then every time I feel that tendency, I can think of it and it's like, okay, stay disciplined. Don't kill Wade because the Bible tells me not to. It's a very oh. poor example, but it's the easiest one Or you can take that example even more and take the Sermon on the Mount and say, and if you even have anger in your heart, then you're committing murder. One step at a time, Curtis. Okay, I okay. have homicidal <laughs> tendencies. I should deal with just the act of not killing people before my heart. Well, I have a feeling you don't, so I just I had it okay. up the ante just that a works little too. bit. <laughs> um, so there's that, or maybe it's something that, that comforts you. Um, so you have this issue that you're stressing out about when you think of this verse that God promises this to you and that helps comfort you so that you're not in that frenzy. Uh, and then the other way would be uh, perhaps you're one of those more vocal, brave Christian souls that like to preach to other people and it's nice to have a repertoire of of verses that talk about straight to the heart of the gospel that you can bring out in conversation without having to, just a sec, let me pull my phone and look this up. You kind of, I think, lose a little bit of credibility if you do that. And it's just easier if you say, and then this says this. I'm able to pull that out. Those are the benefits I had. All right. I'm going to go to Joshua chapter 1, verse 6 to 9, to give 
an example of what I think is a huge benefit. And it starts off, be strong, or this is God talking to Joshua. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to your forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, sandwiched between these commands of be strong and courageous, which he says twice at the beginning. He says, be strong and courageous, and then next verse is be strong and courageous, and then, and then he ends with be strong and courageous, do not be terrified, do not be discouraged. And so right in the middle of, of that is God saying, obey my commands, and, and you'll be prosperous and successful. And obviously Joshua's case, he had a lot to be afraid of and <coughs> a lot to be fearful of because he is leading millions of people to take an entire nation and... and and go to war basically and so that requires a lot of courage for him and the way God's help or advice on how to do that how to obey the commands and not sway from them is to continually be thinking them continually have them on the forefront mm -hmm. of your mind and I just want to make make a point too is that um, it says do everything written in the, in the law and then you'll be prosperous and successful and I think, and I believe that's just whatever God's called you to do. So whatever God has specifically called you to, in this case, Joshua is commanded to lead a nation to war. In our case, it might just be something simple like God just wants us to be really committed to a small church and you'll be successful in whatever God's, your role in that mm -hmm. church will be. And so it could be small things, it could be big things, but the main thing here <laughs> is that God wants us to be in his word and and following him and what he's commanded us to and and he says right here how how the best way to do that because as soon as I've I feel like every time I've sort of stayed away from the Bible and haven't been and don't think about it much that I tend to I tend to fall into not necessarily like sinning but I don't trust God as much and I don't and I don't rely on him as much and I try to do my own things and sometimes I I tend to slide I don't love people as much and and I just feel like I'm just I'm just not where I am with God. My relationship with God just falls apart when I'm away from the word and so yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily say here memorize, but I mean med if you're meditating on day and night which which is something that I I don't necessarily memorize, but I, I do think about the scripture a lot and yeah. For me, I think one of the biggest benefits of scripture memorization is your credibility just jumps to a whole new level when it comes to just preaching the gospel and even just talking amongst your friends. Out of all the times that I've had to give advice and I knew that there was a verse, like I can still remember that there is a verse in the Bible that's like, okay, this thing will help with exactly what they're going through. But every time I wish that I could just pull it out of my head and say it right then and there without having to, you know, check on... Like, Google it, be like, okay, I need a verse that's about sorrow. Okay, there, here's a whole bunch of verses about sorrow. Okay, this is the one I was thinking of. I feel that if I could pull it out right then and there, whether it was on a text message or just talking in person, I feel that I would feel more genuine with my faith. I think it just shows that we take God's calling to read the Bible more seriously if we can pull out scripture memory like that. 
For me, a lot of the times, I can pull out the idea getting across from a verse. I can give, like, biblical truth, but I can't give the actual scripture. And one of my convictions recently has been to get better at that. I've actually been going through a 100-day devotional where it has a scripture every day you can just kind of focus on and memorize. And I haven't been great at it so far. I, I left it at work for a weekend, so... <laughs> I'm gonna, I wrote on the cover 103 days <laughs> to, uh, make up that up, to make up for it. But um, it's definitely something I'd like to get better at. Even if by the end of this book I can say I've only memorized, say, five verses, that's still something. That means whenever something happens, I can think back to these few and just pull them out when I need them, mm-hmm. whether it's with another person's life or my own life. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, a lot of deep beauty in that. And you think when you're you're talking to someone too, you're reaching like this kind of. There's always that moment when someone's sharing, I mean, problems with you that you have this deep connectedness with them, mm-hmm. and like how much more powerful would that verse strike home if you can just bring it up right away rather than you know what I have to go home and Google this, mm-hmm. and then I'll send it to you. Like that scripture, it's still powerful. But yeah, it could be so much more powerful in that moment. Not to say that I expect church people to understand the Bible inside and out. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. a big book. Mm-hmm. It takes your yeah. whole life to really just even get a touch of it. Um, now, what is a verse you guys have memorized? Either have it na- memorized now or one you had memorized in the past. Well, I did a Google search this week. I put, what is the number one most memorized scripture? <laughs> and I only got one solid John 3.16? Yes. That's I was going to ask you. Can you it's John 3.16. <laughs> Which almost everyone has memorized. Um, So that was one of the most ones. And actually, I did come across one page that said these were some of the 20 of the verses that every Christian should have memorized. So, you know, I'll post it in case you want to, you know, get into more um, scripture memorizing. These ones might be a a good kind of one to start. They're popular ones. Mm -hmm. Short little verses, easy to memorize. Well, and powerful messages, too. And powerful messages, too, to to get it across your mind, like, one is, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes through the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. It's an easy one to memorize. My problem, actually, before I go into what one I memorize, with memorizing scripture, is I find it easier to memorize, like, the actual scripture, but then if someone asks, oh, where is that? I could say, John, and then I have no <laughs> idea what chapter or what verses they yeah. are. But I know what the scriptures itself says, which kind of just, it's more of a personal irkness. Mm. bugs me that I can't do that Um, but yeah anyways one I had in the past that I don't stop memorizing so I have to read it Um, was Matthew 6 25 to 30 which says therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear is it not is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or stow away in barns and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? And that's kind of just in the middle of a whole thought, too. That's just as far as I got to memorizing. And the reason I memorized it was because there was, I was worried at that time about my finances and I was about living paycheck to paycheck. We were coming to, up to a point where I was about to move out of home and I was not quite in a... Like, my job was heading towards a stable one, but it wasn't quite there yet. So it was kind of a jump of faith going in there, hoping that I'll be provided for. So I was very worried about my finances. So I was getting stressed about my finances, I would recite this verse and I'd be calm. 
It would comfort me. And then eventually, every time God started providing for me in certain areas, I would remember that verse and I would praise God for that. And eventually, after the cycle of worrying and, and thinking of that verse and then being um, provided for and then thinking of that verse, um, it really came on my heart and I started to really trust in that promise that God is, was doing it. And so I wasn't no longer worried knowing that my father was going to provide for me. Mm. And so I didn't need to have that verse memorized for myself anymore, which was the reason why I had, me had it memorized. A um, verse that I did have memorized at one point, but I, I don't quite have memorized anymore, is uh, from Philippians 3, uh, 3, 7 to 11. But whatever was to my loss, I now con or whatever to was to my profit, I now consider a loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of His resurrection, the fellowship of sharing in His suffering, becoming like Him in His death, and so somehow to attain the resurrection from the dead. And for me, that's always spoke volumes for me because before he talks, Paul. This is Paul talking, and he's sharing all his like his um his status and how like he could he could basically be the proudest person in the world because. He had the right lineage, he had the right status in society, he, he, like, he, he had everything it took to be like one of the top people in his Jewish society. <laughs> and then he says right afterwards, I consider it a loss, it doesn't do me any good whatsoever and, and I tend to be a proud person and so I, I've struggled with that for a long time. And so this scripture is always just cut straight to the heart for me and that I don't, it, there's nothing like I don't even come close to the status that Paul has had, and yet I still feel proud somehow. And yet he says it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters compared to knowing Jesus. And so I've sort of based my my life on this verse. And when I went to school, I I committed myself to I don't care how well I do in school. If I come away not knowing Christ as well, and I just come away thinking, well, I'm going to be have this great career path and I'm going to do well in school and I'm going to, I'll just be like, like, think highly of myself. I just kept this verse always in my mind just thinking that it doesn't matter if I don't know Jesus, if I come away farther from God than when I came in, then, then that, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen in my life and my entire time in school would be a waste. <laughs> well, who I am as a person now, I'm very chill. Most things don't really get to me. I would consider myself that I don't really worry about things because I realize that God's got things in control. And so much of life is already out of our control to begin with that what the heck is the point of worrying about it? But a few years ago when I wasn't in that mindset, the first part of Psalms 46.10, I, back then I had memorized. And I have it up on the screen now because I can never remember the last two parts of it. <laughs> but he says, be still and know that I am God. To me, that was God saying, Wade, chill out. I got this. Whenever you're going to worry, just stop. I have this. Be still and know that I'm God. And for years, I would just repeat that verse in my head. Anytime something that came up that was out of my control. Did it always make me feel better? For the most part. Not every time. Sometimes I just wanted to scream and 
why not God just because things are going my way? Just be the opposite of still. Be the opposite of still. Just <laughs> flailing arms around, <laughs> driving all over the road. <laughs> but I feel that that verse at that point in my life made a big difference. In fact, even though I may not have the verse memorized now, I feel it shaped me into a lot of the mindset I have now as a person. It made me a lot more of a relaxed, still person. And I think a lot of verses do that when they, there's a time in our life when we need them. I'm sure if I thought about it long enough, just sitting there, I could remember that verse by heart, but it'd probably take me a good five, ten minutes just to be like, okay, where is it? Where is it? Okay. Mm. Is that it? I think so. And I'd Google it, probably get it wrong. Try again, <laughs> you know. Try again. <laughs> but there is a lot of benefit in memorizing scripture. And I feel that some verses have a, all of the Bible is applicable at any point in our life, but I feel that some verses stick out at certain points more so than they do at other points in our lives. And for me, that verse was right there when I needed it. Now, the verse we all just talked about, our own each individual verse, how has this verse helped you out? I guess we did kind of clarify that a little bit, yeah. but we can we can briefly touch on it again. Just Yeah, like, I think, um, I think the, uh, I mean, the thing for most of us is there is a thing that we saw and ourselves that we wanted a change, a behavior that we wanted to change. So with Curtis, it was his pride. And for me and Wade, it was our worrying about life and thinking that we could grab control of, of life. Mm-hmm. And um, we took these scriptures that I'm, we've probably read, well, I was going to say hundreds, but that might be exaggeration, of a bunch of times uh, constantly reading. And then we decided, you know what, this is what God is saying to me, but this is something that I don't, believe God is really saying to me and then by memorizing it and thinking of that you know every time I worry every time I feel proud of myself and thinking or unrightfully proud of myself thinking that verse and saying you know what God says this or God promises me this so I should believe it and comforting ourselves with that or disciplining ourselves in that eventually when we see the cycle and the improvement and the change we've had from that verse we've begin to really believe in that verse and believe that this is what God's promising or believe this is what God wants me to do and then once we start fully believing that this is what's happening by evidence in our lives the ways God has worked through it in us then we really start to live that scripture so I think that's a benefit hmm. I would agree did I summarize that pretty good Chris? yeah you summarized that great <laughs> yes. I don't... that was wonderful uh, I got nothing more got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> boom he summarized my own verse for me. <laughs> Took over. I think Mike just uh, did that whole question by himself. I win okay the podcast. With, I'm okay with that. It's going to be the uh, singular semi-wise men from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Mike has this in his... Mike has become fully wise. Yeah. It's evolved. <laughs> oh, what was your pride, pride verse? <laughs> Mike might need that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the next one I'm memorizing. Like <laughs> now, what are some verses uh, everybody should know by heart? Since Mike just talked for a while, it occurred to start this time. Yeah. Um, some verses, I think, really important ones are First Corinthians thirteen, the love chapter, and it's it's a pretty short chapter, so I think it's completely memorizable. But even if you just took the one that most people would recognize, the love is patient, love is kind, love it does not envy, it does not boast, it doesn't is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Oh, that's what love is. I've been wrong for years. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite. 
I think that's so important because we live in a society that doesn't understand what love is. No. And so if you can get this ingrained into your head... You have a healthier understanding of what love actually is. Yeah. Like, you change lives just because it's so ingrained in you. Because you mm-hmm. spent so much time memorizing this that that you just naturally start, like, realizing when you're not loving people and knowing mm. you are loving people and, mm. and you just you just know there's no doubt in your mind that I think even if you just have the concept mentioned or um, mentioned in this verse ingrained into your mind just the idea of what is being written even that in itself can just end up shaping you in such a better way mm. than without having it yeah, yeah. I think spe- specifically for a verse like this it's it is super important to memorize, memorize it because it. It's, mm-hmm. it does mention specific love is patient love is Kind of, so when you're like, when you're not feeling very patient, you remember that specific love is patient. Well, look at it this way too. It's already in a list. Yeah, Like exactly. it's being written point form, point, 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 point. It's mm-hmm. made to be memorized. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you can modify your behavior so much in just that mm-hmm. one verse. You're like, you yeah. know what? You're acting in this way and you're like, I feel guilty about acting this way. Why? And that, think of that verse like, okay, this is what I'm not acting out. I'm doing the opposite of this when I'm acting in mm-hmm. And you're able to modify your behavior just like that. Anyways, do you have any other ones? I have, yeah, and just one more that I always think is super, super important. It's uh, Romans eight, fifteen to 17. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. But you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we, we are God's children. Now, if we are God's <coughs> children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his suffering, in order that we may share, also share in his glory. And I think that's so important because sometimes, a lot of the time, we don't know how to approach God. But if we just keep, if we have this a verse like this memorized and we realize we're his children, we we can just approach God like he's our father, then it's it makes things so much easier and we can just go, Okay, this is this is this is I I want this, this is this is what I'm going through, like I'm like I'm stressed out about this, can you just give me peace or I need help financially, you want wanna help me out a little bit, God? You can you can <laughs> feel comfortable approaching God with with your knees because mm-hmm. he's your father. You can that's what good fathers are there for us to mm-hmm. help you out like or just be there for you and be a support and and you feel like family when you can approach god like that amen so, to that. yeah those are two verses that i think are super important mm. would you like me to go next one yeah you go next okay. i just remembered which ones i wanted <laughs> uh, there's a few that pop into my mind but one of the most important ones in my mind is the literal start of the bible genesis 1 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth i think a lot of times we just skip over that idea and just keep reading this is when god ushered in existence this is when reality came to be this is when god made it something when it went from nothing to something to everything i think we just don't give this verse enough credit it's the start of everything this is god creating life this is god breathing us into existence anything that's going to happen past this point we're in this with god this is where god (laughs) starts his handiwork this is when he does it and I think that's just so cool to think about because that's a that's a big thought in itself. God made everything. On this, He created the heavens and the earth. I don't think I can get it any more clear than that. Like it's just, it 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 baffles me. It's just such an interesting thought to sit and ponder that. I could sit there for hours just being like, okay, well, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. And another one that comes into my mind is, um, especially for anybody who teaches the word, anybody who 
Oh, now I guess just teaches the word. It's <laughs> like a pastor or some people working in a church. Is uh comes from Second Timothy chapter three verse sixteen. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So it's not just saying parts of the Bible are good for teaching. It's not just saying that um, anything Paul says is good for teaching. It's not just saying, you know, skip over the gory parts of the Old Testament. It's saying everything is good for teaching, rebuking, and training in righteousness. So it makes you think that even though some parts of the Bible may not apply to you when you read it at that moment, it's still there and it still has a ton of value. Even if it's just a simple verse, even if it's just something that at the time doesn't click with you, it maybe will later and it will for somebody else at the same time. So it just makes me think that... Um, the Bible is so much deeper than we even think about it. Because I've had times when I've read the Bible and I just, I don't feel any different. But at the same time, I know that what I just read does have value. And when you memorize a verse like this, when you keep it close to your heart, it makes you see it more like that, to see that everything you're reading, even if you're not getting that like emotional high or connection with God from reading the scripture, it does have truth behind it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even realize it till the next time you think about that topic in another conversation, say, 10 days from now or whenever. But it's just, it's a neat thought to think that everything is applicable, everything is good for teaching, and everything is just sweet in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, if you have that thing memorized, even though it might not hit you at that point, something in your experience while you're out living life, (laughs) Mm -hmm. maybe will make you think of that point, and then that drills that point home. And that only happens if you have it memorized. Two, I picked two as well, just to keep up with you guys. Uh, <laughs> um, and I think they're two that are actually pretty commonly memorized by people who do do scripture memorization. Uh, so I'll read them and I'll say why first. The first one's Philippians 2, 6 to 11. Who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in the appearance of as a human being, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name. That at that na- the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. <coughs> I think that one's important because it summarizes the whole faith, our whole gospel, what we believe in, that... Jesus came as a man and humbled himself and died obediently to God on the cross. Everything we talked about last podcast summarized in this one. And I think that if you're lacking words to share the gospel with someone, if you have this one memorized, you can just pull that up and that can generate conversation and get you a good starting point on where to go from. So I think it's a very important one to memorize. And the other one... um, is uh, a reason why that that whole Philippians 2 action of God dying had to happen. And it's Romans uh, 3, 10 to 18. Yes. There is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves, their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, ruin and misery marks their ways. And the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. And that's actually just taking a bunch of psalms and putting them into one little chunk. And that there's no one that is righteous. No one deserves this salvation. Um, But Jesus still provided that salvation. And it makes that... Philippians backs that up as a much more powerful verse as well. 
And I think those are two really good ones to memorize for kind of sharing the gospel and even like affirming the gospel in your own heart. Mm-hmm. So my final thought for the night, gentlemen, is what are some tips you would give to our listeners to get a better, to, sorry, to get better at scripture memorization? Curtis? Got tips. Uh, I got tips. I got two. First is <coughs> I wouldn't recommend memorizing simply for the sake of memorizing. Because that makes memorization, like, super difficult. Because then you just feel like, this is, I have to memorize this. And then, and then you, you do eventually memorize it, but you don't really care enough. So, event, like, a week later, you're like, oh, I forget it already. And, and, it, and it makes it really hard. So, my first tip is, when you're, like, just start by getting into the Word. And when you get really, like, this is actually, when you get really excited about something or something really stands out to you, then go okay. This this stand, standing out to me. This is this is important in my life right now. Then uh, or maybe it's not, but it just really stands out to you. Then go and memorize it and take the time to actually learn it word for word because because if your if your heart's in it, it just sticks out so much more. Like if you're studying something in school that you really really enjoy, you're gonna you're gonna learn it so much easier than everyone else in the class who hates the subject. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be the one that's like A plus and everyone else is down at C's and B's and stuff. And, you're, and they'll be like, think you're the nerd, but you just really like that subject. And so I think that really, really would work with scriptures. And it's not really a tip. It's more of a, uh, a recommendation that you find a scripture that really hits home for you related to... God being there through hard times because even though you might not be going through a hard time right now <coughs> you will eventually that's almost a guarantee in life mm-hmm. you're just going to go through a hard time and our temptation when we go through those hard times is to actually forget about God we don't always go straight to God like a lot of people tend to think we do you think you would and so or even if you do you would go to God with like why would you let this happen you'd be mad at God and you don't have anything to say Actually, God's God's there with you right now. He wants to help you through what you're going through. And so, like, I'm not going to give you scriptures. I, I recommend just finding a few that just really stand out and, and memorizing them, taking them to heart, and, like, even over a period of a month, just keep going over and over and over again so that you never, ever lose it. For, I mean, for me, I'm, all the reasons why to memorize scripture and what to pick, Memorize scripture. I agree. Full high with Curtis. Mm-hmm. As to going down to the actual memorization process, uh, the way I use it is I recite it out loud over and over and over again, and I take chunks of the scripture. So if you take the first verse that I had memorized, which was um, Matthew 6, 25, we'll start, I'll just use as an example. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? So to memorize that, I would start where, okay, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about it. And I would repeat it a few times in my head until I got it. And then, okay, okay, next part. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink. Therefore I tell you, do not. And I would repeat and repeat and repeat and then get longer and longer and longer until eventually I got it. Uh, and then and the Bible is really nifty like that. It's broken up into yeah. nice small verses that you can 
sentences that you can memorize. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And it's made to memorize. It's made to memorize. <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's always the process I've used for memorization all the time. And again, like Curtis said, this was a verse that was really affecting my life. I realized that this is something that God's trying to speak to me, so I should memorize it. And that's why I was able to memorize it. The other thing I had memorized before was for school. And they wanted me to memorize every single event in Matthew and what chapter it happened. So again, wow, that'd be impressive. I'd be standing at work with a little one of those little red New Testaments in my back pocket, going through Matthew, looking at the first, and I would just look at the headers. So I'm like, okay, chapter one, genealogy of Jesus. Joseph accepts Jesus as his son. Okay, chapter one, genealogy is Jesus accepts Joseph as his son. Okay, chapter two. The Magi visit Messiah, <laughs> and all this, and then I would go, okay, okay, chapter one, this and this, chapter two, this and this, and then they would say a verse, and then I would have to say the chapter, and so I'd say that verse, okay, this verse happened during this action, and so that was in this chapter. Did you say Jesus accepts Joseph as his son? <laughs> I meant Joseph accepts Jesus as his well, son. Like, I don't remember the part where Jesus had a kid, but... Yeah, and so I would do that, and I had it all memorized. I aced that part of my test, and then once my test was done, I forgot it, because it didn't really matter to me. I just had to do it for school. Like, what, I mean, when are you preaching, you hear that, Lord? When you're pre preaching to someone, you say, oh, you know, in chapter 2 of Matthew, or, yeah, in chapter 1 of Matthew, Joseph accepted Jesus as his son. Okay, great. You just changed my whole life. <laughs> I, could, I could just say to you, Jesus accepted Joseph as his son. And this is why. And that would mean more than if I said, you know, chapter 2. It happened in chapter 2. There's nothing else past that point. No extra thought. Just, yeah, uh, Joseph accepted Jesus. Anyways, yeah. See you later. <laughs> so the message of that is, listen to Curtis. Mm. So Curtis I'm, the new, I'm the new wise guy. Uh, he's <laughs> winning wise now. Guy. Uh, um, my idea is to really just, when you read a verse, sit and meditate it on a while. Don't just continue reading. Even if something doesn't jump off the page right away, just meditate on the thought. Think of the context of how it was said, why it was said. Maybe do a little bit of research into what was going on at that time in history. But just sit and think about what it means. Even if it's just a simple verse, just pondering on it can open up a whole bunch of different doors to different ways of looking at that verse. So that'd be my um, tip to memorize scripture better. And of course, the try to method of saying it a hundred times in a row until you finally got it in your mind. That's, that's pretty much works for everything. <laughs> Mike and Curtis are always right, and uh, I'm I'm up there. <laughs> <laughs> Ranking system, no. <laughs> I'm, uh, should be two and a half to me, wise man. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, you're 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 the, you're the question asking guy, so you don't normally so you don't you just get assuming I know everything from the start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, much. we're back. You have all the thoughts we say, and then you <laughs> add what you what we didn't say. About oh, yeah. exactly. That's. No. I would imagine that's it. We're back to the three semi-wise men. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, everything wraps up. No, it's end. one wise man and two semi-wise men. <laughs> it just rotates every week. So, listeners, we'd like to thank you for uh, listening again this week. I am Wade Holmes. Mike Ryder. Cruise first stick. Check us out on our website, which Mike will now say. Threesemiwiseman.wordpress.com. See, I got memorized, guys. He's, I said it over and over again. He's got it. Memorization is so a, it's a hard. key thing. It was, I would get the WordPress and the three semi Well, the first, like, six, he just couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, I'm glad he does it, because I couldn't I was the one that basically, well, I sort of worked on the website a lot, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but, uh, we hope you guys out. have a good night, and God bless all that you do.